Okay, so I started off the month of love with an episode about self-love, and now we're nearing the end of the month, and I want to talk about romantic love. Yeah. Now, I have to be honest, I've shied away from talking about love on this podcast because I used to feel like I'm not qualified to talk about love because I've struggled with all forms of relationships. So I'm like, who am I to teach about this topic? I'm a hot ass mess. Oh no, nothing. But um, I'm always telling y'all to be gentle with yourself. So I'm going to take my own advice (laughs) and be gentle with myself. I do know about love because I am love and I love people. So yeah, let's get into it. In the beginning of my journey, I thought love was all about performing perfectly. And then I thought it was about looking perfect. And when those things didn't work, I started doing the research. But the research wasn't hidden. (laughs) Because I was reading things like, love is a chemical blend of dopamine, endorphins, serotonin. And that's true, yes, of course. But it has to be more than that. And it also has to be more than just the enjoyment of a particular person, place, or thing, right? The thing that makes you excited to get the day started, that builds your belief in more, that makes you soften and listen to what's not said, that type of love is more than just love. (laughs) I've come to learn that true, authentic love in its pure form is life force energy. It is the glue that holds our reality together. Without love, there is no awareness, there is no learning, there is no life. So in its true definition, love is a life-giving force where intimacy, passion, and decision collide. So let's break down this little love triangle and talk about the ways that we can activate more love in our life. So first up for discussion is intimacy. Into me, I see. Intimacy is cozy familiarity. It denotes a certain type of sacredness. When intimacy is present, you can rest into love. You can ground yourself into the energy and get comfortable with it. Intimacy is letting your guard down. And when you do this, all the things that happen in your life becomes a gift. Now, here's a reminder. The amount of intimacy you experience is a measurement of how open your heart is to life itself. Think about that one. Okay, so next we have passion. There are plenty of definitions for passion. So I interpret this to mean where passion lives, God resides. That actually reminds me of the Bible verse that says one chord can be defeated, two chords can defend themselves, but three chords cannot be broken. Now, that's not a direct quote. I don't know the exact words. (laughs) And yes, this scripture applies to marriage, but we can appreciate the message here and how beautifully it blends with the etymology of the word enthusiasm. When you are passionate in the way you love, you are inviting God into the room. I love how Alex Wolf puts it in her book, Resonate. She describes passion as the raw and intoxicating energy of fervor. Fervor is another word for heat. And she goes on to say that it is man at his most supernatural. Beautiful. Okay, and then finally we have decision. Now to make a decision is to reach a conclusion after consideration. I want to note here that there's convenient decisions and committed decisions. 
Embodying the life force energy of pure, authentic love is a committed decision. To commit to the depth that I'm talking about here requires what's known as deep looking. When we look deeply, we are connecting to another's soul. Looking deeply means choosing to see the good in someone and forgiving them, even when you're hurt by their actions. It means putting yourself in the other person's shoes and expanding your perspective to include theirs. Looking deeply looks like considering all parts of something and coming to the conclusion whether or not you need to love this person from afar or if you can love them close. When we put all three of these components together, we see that pure, authentic love is a combination of familiarity, enthusiasm, and regard. Now, familiarity requires knowledge, which is the mind realm. Enthusiasm requires alignment with divinity, which is the heart realm. And having regard for something requires an awareness of it, the soul realm. The way you love is a reflection of your mind-heart-soul connection. In other words, to love is to see and connect to the soul within its physical form. When you love something, it means that you have plugged into divine embodiment, where intimacy, passion, and decision comes together for an amazing experience. Love is life force energy because when you are loving You are God in human form. Loving is living as your highest self. Now, to tap into what I'm talking about here, we have to become masters of application. So let's get into how to activate each side of this little love triangle. Naturally, we're going to talk about intimacy first. Now, the only way to get cozy familiarity with something is to sit with it. Earlier, I mentioned the process of resting into We can only rest into something when our minds and bodies are comfortable enough to do so. So activating intimacy requires, first, the absence of judgment. When we judge something, it's an incorrect use of our energy. It's an energy hemorrhage. Now, when someone has a hemorrhage, blood is rapidly, profusely gushing out, right? That metaphor perfectly describes what's going on inside of us to our energy to our heart center when we judge. Think for a moment about a time when you judged a partner or a coworker or a client. How did you find yourself treating that person? Did any sense of entitlement pop up? Now, when we judge, we are clouding our own minds with foggy interpretations. We also deny our oneness with all things, and that cuts us off from the flow. Here's the thing. Judgment is a reflection of the resistance you have inside of you. Instead of experiencing the resistance within yourself, a judgment is a misplaced label on someone else. Judgments are always misplaced labels because they are personal agreements that we make with ourselves to see something negatively. One thing that has been very helpful for me in activating intimacy is making a habit of asking myself, girl, are you judging or are you observing? So am I giving an opinion? Am I making myself right? Am I mislabeling this situation? Or am I noticing and accepting what's happening? When we notice and accept, we create intimacy. Okay, so another way of activating intimacy is by asking questions that your mind alone can't answer. 
I like to call those soul prompts. So soul prompts are questions like, who do I compare myself to and why? What have I learned the hard way? When it's all said and done, am I saying more than I've done? Am I more worried about doing things right or doing the right things? In my daily life, what am I not seeing? Now, sometimes it's uncomfortable to answer questions like these. But just like first dates, the first day of tryouts, or any other first, the only way to get through the discomfort is to start. And the reward for that temporary discomfort is the lasting, cozy familiarity that we call intimacy. You feel me? Now, you may have noticed that all of the example questions I mentioned were questions that you ask yourself. The more you see yourself, the more clearly you can see someone else. Into me, I see. I can't get comfortable with you until I get comfortable with me. Okay, so... Let's move on to the next side of the triangle, passion. So earlier we defined passion as an emotion that provokes enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the energy of the God within. In a previous episode, I spoke about how excitement is the feeling that your higher self uses to speak to you, right? Okay, so it's a similar tune to that note, what I was saying in that episode. Passion is the fuel of this love triangle. Without this intense enthusiasm, this natural fervor, intimacy and decision are like two wet noodles, not stable enough to hold up their end of the bargain. Passion is a divine energy for staying on course. Remember, love, true, authentic, powerful love is life force energy. Okay, this energy invites depth, provides warmth, and it colors life. If there is no passion, there really is no reason. Like anything in nature, passion grows when it's fed. So you have to find what feeds yours. What has really worked for me in activating my own passion in my life is I have a rule. I will only follow my fuck yes. If it doesn't make me think, feel, say, or look like a fuck yes, it's automatic no. (laughs) I value my time and my own well-being way too much to waste my life on energy it's easier to stay enlightenment when i follow my fuck yes the thing that lights me up that makes my body want to move and because i've only committed to doing things that excite me and put my all into the situation when you show up in every area of your life that way you are magnetizing yourself into more love and finally we have decision Decision is the result of focused attention. So how do you activate a decision? By keeping with it and appreciating it. Love in this physical 3D world is a timeline of the same choice made over and over and over again. Love is choosing to be the best version of yourself and seeing others as the best version of themselves. Side note, we're not ignoring toxic red flags here, okay? That's the exception. But things like like little quirks or little annoyances, those are not worth wasting energy on. That's In those situations, that's when you choose to see the best in someone, right? But even if you're making committed decisions over convenient ones, it can still be difficult sometimes to keep with it. So what helps me stay activated in my decisions is keeping my intentions nearby. 
my intentions are to love others the same way my higher self would love them. I intend to learn how to love myself and others to my highest capacity. If my intentions are still a vibrational match to the consequences of my decisions, reviewing them renews my commitment to the decision, right? So keeping my intentions in mind helps me love deliberately. It helps me commit to the decision. So one of the best ways to keep your intentions top of mind is by incorporating them into your physical environment. A few ideas for that could be maybe creating a mini love altar in your home or writing down your love intentions and keeping them in your wallet. It could be creating a love vision board. There's a lot of creative ways to keep up with the decisions that you've committed to. So play around and see what works best for you. So if you put all of these pieces of the triangle together, intimacy, where we notice instead of judge, passion, where we embody divine energy, and decision, where we stick with our soul's intentions, if you take these pieces and apply them to any area of your life, the business will grow, the romance will grow, the friendships will grow, the career will grow, every part of your life will grow. Because to live is to love and to love is to live. They are the same thing. That's all I have for you. I hope you enjoyed listening just as much as I enjoyed putting this episode together. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning into every episode, and for telling your friends. I love you so much, and until next time, stay well. <laughs>